The Lotus Eaters by Alfred Lord Tennyson from the World's Best Poetry, Volume Six, Fancy and Sentiment, Part Two. Read for LibriVox.org by Craig Franklin as the narrator. Lian Yao as the first mariner. Sonia as the second mariner. Jason in Canada as the third mariner. And Thomas Peter as the fourth mariner. The Lotus Eaters. One. Courage, he said, and pointed toward the land. This morning wave shall roll us shoreward soon. In the afternoon they came unto a land in which it seemed always afternoon. All round the coast the languid air did swoon, breathing like one that hath a weary dream. Full-faced above the valley stood the moon, and like a downward smoke the slender stream along the cliff to fall and pause and fall did seem. Two, a land of streams, some like a downward smoke, slow dropping veils of thinnest lawn did go, and some through wavering lights and shadows broke, rolling a slumbrous sheet of foam below. They saw the gleaming river seaward now, from the inner land far off three mountain tops, three silent pinnacles of aged snow, stood sunset flushed and dewed with showery drops, up clomb the shadowy pine above the woven copse. Three. The charmed sunset lingered low adown. In the red west, through mounting clefts, the dale was seen far inland, and the yellow down, bordered with palm and many a winding vale, and meadow set with slender galingale, a land where all things always seemed the same, and round about the keel the faces pale, dark faces pale, against that rosy flame. The milk-eyed melancholy lotus-eaters came. Four branches they bore, of that enchanted stem, laden with flower and fruit, whereof they gave to each, but whoso did receive of them, and taste, to him the gushing of the wave, far, far away, did seem to mourn and rave, on alien shores, and if his fellow spake, his voice was thin, as voices from the grave, and deep asleep he seemed yet all awake, and music in his ears his beating heart did make. Five. They set them down upon the yellow sand, between the sun and moon upon the shore, and sweet it was to dream of fatherland, of child and wife and slave, but evermore. Most weary seemed the sea, weary the oar, weary the wandering fields of barren foam. Then someone said, We will return no more. And all at once they sang, Our, Our island home is far beyond, beyond the wave, wave. we, we will, will no longer roam. roam. Coric Song 1. There is sweet music here that softer falls than petals from blown roses on the grass, or night dews on still waters between walls of shadowy granite in a gleaming pass. Music that gentlier on the spirit lies than tired eyelids upon tired eyes. Music that brings sweet sleep down from the blissful skies. Here are cool mosses deep, and through the moss the ivies creep, and in the stream the long-leaved flowers weep, and from the craggy ledge the poppy hangs in sleep. 2. Why are we weighed upon with heaviness, 
and utterly consumed with sharp distress while all things else have rest from weariness all things have rest why should we toil alone we only toil who are the first of things and make perpetual moan still from one sorrow to another throne nor ever fold our wings and cease our wanderings nor steep our brows in slumber's holy balm nor hearken what the inner spirit sings there is no joy but calm why should we only toil the roof and crown of things three lo in the middle of the wood the folded leaf is wooed from out the bud with winds upon the branch and there grows green and broad and takes no care sun steeped at noon and in the moon nightly dew-fed and turning yellow falls and floats adown the air lo sweetened with the summer light the full-juiced apple waxing over mellow drops in a silent autumn night all its allotted length of days the flower ripens in its place ripens and fades and falls and hath no toil fast rooted in the fruitful soil four hateful is the dark blue sky vaulted o'er the dark blue sea death is the end of life ah why should life all labor be let us alone time driveth onward fast and in a little while our lips are dumb let us alone what is it that will last all things are taken from us and become portions and parcels of the dreadful past let us alone what pleasure can we have to war with evil is there any peace in ever climbing up the climbing wave all things have rest and ripen toward the grave in silence ripen fall and cease give us long rest or death dark death of dreamful ease five how sweet it were hearing the downward stream with half-shut eyes ever to seem falling asleep in a half dream to dream and dream like yonder amber light which will not leave the myrrh-bush on the height to hear each other's whispered speech eating the lotus day by day to watch the crisping ripples on the beach and tender curving lines of creamy spray to lend our hearts and spirits wholly to the influence of mild-minded melancholy to muse and brood and live again in memory with those old faces of our infancy heaped over with a mound of grass two handfuls of white dust shot in an urn of brass six dear is the memory of our wedded lives and dear the last embraces of our wives and their warm tears but all hath suffered change for surely now our household hearths are cold our sons inherit us our looks are strange and we should come like ghosts to trouble joy or else the island princes overbold have eat our substance and the minstrel sings before them 
of the ten years war in troy and our great deeds as have forgotten things is there confusion in the little isle let what is broken so remain the gods are hard to reconcile tis hard to settle order once again there is confusion worse than death trouble on trouble pain on pain long labour unto aged breath sore task to hearts worn out with many wars and eyes grown dim with gazing on the pilot stars seven but propped on beds of amaranth and molly how sweet while warm airs lull us blowing lowly with half-dropped eyelids still beneath a heaven dark and holy to watch the long bright river drawing slowly his waters from the purple hill to hear the dewy echoes calling from cave to cave through the thick twined vine to hear the emerald-coloured water falling through many a woven acanthus wreath divine only to hear and see the far-off sparkling brine only to hear where sweet stretched out beneath the pine eight the lotus blooms below the barren peak the lotus blows by every winding creek all day the wind breathes low with mellower tone through every hollow cave and alley lone round and round the spicy downs the yellow lotus dust is blown we have had enough of action and of motion we roll to starboard roll to larboard when the surge was seething free with a wallowing monster spouted his foam fountains in the sea let us swear an oath and keep it with an equal mind in the hollow lotus land to live and lie reclined on the hills like gods together careless of mankind for they lie beside their nectar and the bolts are hurled far below them in the valleys and the clouds are lightly curled round their golden houses girdled with the gleaming world where they smile in secret looking over wasted lands blight and famine plague and earthquake roaring deeps and fiery sands clanging fights and flaming towns and sinking ships and praying hands but they smile they find a music centred in a doleful song steaming up a lamentation and an ancient tale of wrong like a tale of little meaning though the words are strong chanted from an ill-used race of men that cleave the soil sow the seed and reap the harvest with enduring toil storing yearly little dews of wheat and wine and oil till they perish and they suffer some tis whispered down in hell suffer endless anguish others in elysian valleys dwell resting weary limbs at last on beds of asphodel surely surely slumber is more sweet than toil the shore than labour in the deep mid-ocean wind and wave and oar oh rest ye brother mariners we will not wander more end of poem this recording is in the public domain